This episode of the OCPHA podcast was originally recorded in October 2021 at our monthly meeting. This month's segment of Pharmacy Career in the Spotlight, we're going to turn our attention to a popular uh, avenue of pharmacy, pharmaceutical industry. I think a lot of these students out there are contemplating that as a uh, choice post-grad. And we've got a, an expert here, George Farias. Hello, George. Hey, Rod. Thanks for having me. George is not only uh, in that industry, he's our ex-president a couple of presidents ago or three presidents ago and uh, has been a contributor with OCPHA for some time. George and I met about 15 years ago when when he was uh, a student uh, and working for the same company as I do. And we uh, got to know each other in a summer intern class. And I think my first question to George was, uh, do you want me to call you George or Jorge? <laughs> and uh, I remember you said, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, okay. but yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm really excited to, you know, be here and talk with everyone about uh, one potential career opportunity that's available for pharmacists today. Why don't you take us um, briefly through your graduation from USC and how your career path led you to where you are Definitely. today? So when I was in school, I was really curious about just learning all the different career opportunities that were available to pharmacists. Because like many others, I really only knew about community pharmacy and hospital pharmacy roles. Um, but I started joining the various pharmacies, pharmacy clubs at USC. And I learned about some of the non-traditional roles uh, by being an active member of clubs like AMCP and the Student Pharmacy Industry Association that we had. So after hearing from several pharmacists working in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, at different guest lectures and going to on-site visits at places like Amgen and Allergan, I decided um, that I wanted to try and get it, you know, some experience in this field. And I applied and obtained an, an elective rotation in clinical pharmacology at Allergan and Irvine. And this rotation really kind of opened up my eyes into some of the work that pharmacists are involved in uh, at a pharmaceutical company. And I got to meet a lot of great people. And it really led me to pursue a career in the pharmaceutical industry after graduation. Now, my first job after graduating pharmacy school, uh, was actually in industry as a community pharmacy liaison position with Sanofi. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with that company, they're, they're a large diabetes and vaccines company. And in that role, I was responsible for working with retail pharmacy chains and independent pharmacies in California, uh, all around trying to find ways to enhance the patient care services that community pharmacists were involved in. So this included medication therapy management and vaccinations. And while I was doing this work, I, you know, continued to network with different individuals and I began growing an interest in health economics outcomes research. I decided to go back to school while working full-time uh, to obtain my master's in healthcare decision analysis at USC. And while I was going back to school, the unthinkable happened. So my position and the whole community pharmacy liaison division at Santa Fe was eliminated. And at this point, I was thinking, okay, maybe I'm going to start looking outside of this company. I want to 
look for a new opportunity. And I, I found myself landing in a role as a manager in health economics and market access uh, consulting at a company in Santa Monica. So this was a neat role because I started learning how to develop value stories for pharmaceutical products, uh, really aimed at describing to payers the clinical, economic, and humanistic value of a product. And I had the chance to work on developing several different tools for account management teams. And I got involved in a breast cancer study. And it was, it was a really neat experience. Uh, but I quickly found myself uh, talking to a, a friend of mine who I used to work with at Santa Fe. And she had told me about this amazing opportunity at Pfizer. Um, someone from the field medical outcomes team uh, had just retired and this position was open and she wanted to refer me to it. Um, so I, I totally went for it and it sounded like a great opportunity to get back into a pharmaceutical company and, and do something I was very passionate about. So I found myself working at Pfizer as a uh, medical outcome specialist. And in this role, uh, I was really, and, and I'm still doing this today, uh, responsible for partnering with health systems and medical groups on outcomes research and involved in a lot of quality improvement initiatives in a variety of disease states where Pfizer has products. I, I don't work in vaccines, so don't ask me vaccines questions, but <laughs> I work in uh, our internal medicine and rare disease and inflammation immunology uh, business units. Uh, actually, this week, I just accepted an offer with Pfizer to now work in their oncology business unit. So I'm going to be transitioning in a few uh, weeks to um, a new role on that team and focusing more on um, our oncology pipeline, working in uh, like six or seven different tumor types. So uh, I'm very excited about this new role uh, and very excited for the opportunities that, that Pfizer's uh, given to me. Sounds like, George, there's a lot of different things you can do in pharmaceutical. And, well, I know there's a lot of things you can do, but specifically that pharmacists can do. What, what are some of the um, options that a uh, pharmacist could be hired for by one of the big companies? That's a great question. I mean, there's a lot. So if your interest is marketing, and there's a lot of pharmacists in marketing, um, you have, of course, medical affairs, which is kind of that umbrella organization within a pharmaceutical company where you have a lot of pharmacists working in places like uh, medical information, medical communications. You have your medical science liaison team who are responsible for communicating the science with key opinion leaders. Um, and then you have roles like the medical outcomes teams. Uh, sometimes they fall under medical affairs. Sometimes they're in uh, the health economics outcomes research group. It could vary by company, uh, but you have other roles in market access and drug pricing, government relations, regulatory affairs. So, it, you know, it, it really just kind of depends on what your interests are. And I think the best way to really know that is just by talking to people and learning about their careers and, you know, what do they do on a day-by-day -day basis, um, what, what their goals are for the pharmaceutical company. And I think after talking to people and, and really getting to know um, kind of their passions and why it is that they do what they do, you know, you really get a sense for maybe what aligns with your interests and, and personal goals. So you may have already started to answer my last question to you, George, and that is um, advice that you may have for our listeners, either students who are looking at getting into that, following your footsteps, or 
current pharmacists who might be looking for a change. Yeah, and I can expand on that a little bit more. So doing your research and talking to people, I think is going to be probably the most beneficial um, just piece that you could do to kind of uh, move forward and kind of putting together a plan for getting to that place that you want to be in. Networking is is so important. And a lot of that means getting involved in, I think, local pharmacy associations. So this is the perfect place right now to build your network and develop meaningful relationships with others. And this is more than just, you know, attending a meeting and, you know, collecting business cards at a conference. You know, what, what I think is much more beneficial is actually getting involved on committees and, you know, working with different people on similar interests. And by doing that, I think you can create some, some meaningful relationships. And um, I think if you follow that kind of principle and, you know, have a curious mindset, you'll, you'll be in a good place. And, and the last thing is finding mentors. So this is all kind of related to the networking and doing your research too, but uh, mentors, you know, you can have multiple mentors for different things. And sometimes your mentor uh, may not be forever, uh, which is totally fine, but try to find people that will take an interest in you and try to find people in that place where you want to be in the future. Uh, because they might be able to offer you some really great advice. And that is great advice, George. Thank you. That, I'm nodding my head at everything you've said, and you've you've given a sales pitch for joining some of the committees that we offer in our association, but it, it's all about networking, uh, finding mentors. Even if you're a pharmacist, finding a mentor that might steer you uh, into a, a better future. Uh, I'd like to open it up if there are people out there that want to ask George anything at all about the um, pharmaceutical industry? Hello, George. My name is Catherine. Um, thank you so much, so much. for presenting. Uh, I'm a P2 from USC. And um, I was wondering if you had any advice for students who are currently in hospital um, internships and so kind of locked into that for the duration of pharmacy school, um, but to build experiences in industry and um, things to that regard outside of the summer industry internships. Sure. Hey, Catherine. Um, so I think your question is, is one that comes up a lot. And if, if you have a hospital internship, you know, that's, that's amazing. Uh, I'm sure you're getting a lot of really great learning experiences from that. And I would just, you know, offer up this idea of when you're thinking of your hospital internship, you know, try to think about maybe what kind of projects you could take on, um, you know, whether it be, you know, if, if you're in the inpatient setting or outpatient, or I, I think it really doesn't matter, but there probably are opportunities to work on a project that impacts patient care uh, in a way that uh, actually, you know, it, it may vary, but I think having the ability to demonstrate that you can make a positive change in the workplace that you're at um, can just be a great way for you to leverage some sort of transferable skill uh, when you're interviewing for a fellowship at a pharmaceutical company or if you're applying to a summer internship. I know sometimes you may be able to get out of maybe a, a few months of work for like a special summer internship. Um, and there's opportunities for that. But I would say go back and talk to different individuals about 
your interests. So if it's if it's something around um, health outcomes, you know, maybe there's a project where at your hospital you can work with someone in quality to look at EHR data to identify a gap in care and and maybe work with other individuals at that hospital to bring that information to light and now have individuals prioritizing a task that maybe they weren't doing before and and then impacting uh, patient care in some way. Um, But I know I'm talking in kind of vague terms right now, um, but if you wanted to talk separately offline, you know, we could try to get into more specifics and maybe talk about specific ideas. Yeah, that would be really great. I'm early enough in my internship that there's still time to do a project like that. So I would love to pursue something like that during my time at Methodist. So thank you. Okay, great. Yeah, no problem. I'll type my email in the chat for, you know, just anyone who wants to maybe ask questions later or they want to reach out via email for for anything. I think you'll get a tsunami of emails, George. Oh, um, you, <laughs> you know, sometimes I worry about that, but usually I only get maybe maybe one or two max. So I'm not no, too scared. No. Okay. That's good. <laughs> any, any other, uh, anybody leaning forward with a question for George at the moment? If not, please send him an email uh, when you can. And thank you so much, George, for your time and your great presentation to all of us. I think you got us all excited about your industry. <laughs> Thanks, Rod.